0: welcome to stories with briscoe and bradshaw i would be bradshaw and that would be the wwe hall of famer oklahoma's favorite son mr gerald briscoe and this is best of the best a special edition of stories with briscoe and bradshaw where we bring you the best the greatest the most iconic wrestling matches in professional wrestling history and this week we got one of the great ones when one you're gonna find very uh, entertaining and interesting of the showdowns in Shea 36,295 people this was the biggest one but this is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant but Hulk Hogan is the bad guy in this Mr. Briscoe are you ready?
2: I'm ready. You know, you just mentioned the, 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 the attendance figure, you know, this is the third great event that they had in Shea State. And my brother happened to be on the one right, right before, uh, this one with the one, uh, Andre and Webner for the set up the alley, uh, uh, and Oki deal. And on this here, you mentioned this great attendance, Ed worked hard to build this up. And I, I think the, the this match is actually, i just show you how loaded this card was to draw this house. This, match was actually the semi-final andre the giant and Hulk hogan imagine that semi semi-final a match that would go on and revolutionize sports entertainment a few years later at the pontiac Silverdome in front of ninety-three thousand people but the great late uh bruno sam martino and larry zabisco i believe was the headliner of, of this of this great event that night so let's get into this hogan and, and andre match it's great to see the just how much uh, this match uh, was, and how much better this the second match was. Although this is a pretty damn good match.
0: Josh is teeing it up now, and here we are at Showdown to Shay number three. Everybody can tell that guy in the blue jacket in the middle of
2: the ring. Uh,
0: yes, sir. Yeah, you can play a big beefcake.
2: Got that damn pompadour
0: haircut again. Blessy, Freddie, blessy, and. Thunderlips.
2: Thunderlips, that's right, Thunderlips. I like that Thunderlips hairstyle in this one, this one. I do, too. Thunderlips was one of the greatest
0: characters
2: of all time. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, uh, a Hulk Bradshaw with black hair. Yeah? <laughs> Only you had a little bit more in the front than this guy does. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not now, but, but by the end of it. And look at Andre, speaking of hair, man, this, this is Andre's finest, finest representation of hair right here.
0: That's a giant head of hair.
2: It's high. I, you know what? I think he's just coming off the $6 million Man Bigfoot uh, series with this hair. Really cool. I know you were just a young puppy when that when that thing came up, but
0: do you remember that hairstyle that Andre had? Oh, absolutely. I, I love watching him on $6 million Man a Luke I was a huge wrestling fan, so when I got to see Andre playing Pittsburgh, it was awesome. No, it's just like Thunderlips. Oh, exactly.
2: Wow, uh, what A resemblance to resemblances. Thunderlips. You know, you, know, you know, Hogan at this time is huge. I mean, absolutely huge. Probably one of the biggest uh, stages of his career in bigness. And, but look at him next to Andre. There's no doubt. Once again, Andre here, you know he's in good health. He's not all bent over the heads up or shoulder, to the back, and by the that back is straight. And man, he's 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 an intimidation look across the meeting. Did you ever work
0: with Freddie Blassie?
2: Yes, I did. Just right in the very beginning. I I, I just feel like I, I really wish I could have done more. I forgot who he was managing when Jack and I first went up there, but he he was managing a couple little teams that we had had to compete against.
0: Man, that was uh, – meeting Freddie Blassie, you know, it's like a baseball player meeting Babe Ruth, you know. It was just okay. – you realize you're, you're meeting one of the freaking icons.
1: I mean, yeah, wow. <laughs> Pencil neck geek. Yeah, you know, John, it was,
0: it was
2: so cool, you know, when 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 we were young coming through. Of course, I'm I lot not, uh, younger, a lot quicker than you were, but a lot of these guys, you know, were the icons like Freddie Blassie passing through. You know, you just – they come in the dresser and – Guys, some guys just didn't realize who they were in the presence of, man. But, you know, if you had any history at all about you, you these guys come in, man, it was just, wow, this guy's in, in my in my dressing room. Yeah. Great Mike Masurky, you know, the actor and, and the great Mike Masurky, the wrestler. I met him one time in Oklahoma City, my very first TV match. And, man, it was like meeting, I'm, I'm meeting a, a celebrity here. Talk about celebrities right here. We got two of them in a the ring right there, Don.
0: Boy, do we ever. And they're the ones that really transformed the business. You know, WrestleMania three s- set WB off into a stratosphere that hadn't been matched since. You know, the business owes so much to these two guys.
2: Exactly. Look how casual this to this crowd is. This gathering. I mean, these guys are standing out there in the infield, you know, and here comes a guy up, no shirt on. This kind of casual. I was told yeah. uh, doing doing a real little research there that the Mets and the Dodgers were playing later on that night, and these are actually ball players out there. So, anybody, any you historians out there, prove me wrong. Tell me who these ball players are standing out there. They're <laughs> supposed to be New York Mets ball players.
0: That is an unbelievable story. That is great. <laughs> I love that. You only get it here, man. <laughs> but you know why else would a guy be standing there in shorts and no sh- no shirt?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. He's I mean, a ball
0: player, and he just came out of the dressing room.
2: That's, that's that's what I that's what I read somewhere. I don't know where it was, but I read that these two guys sent <laughs> back there were actually New York Mets ball players.
0: You know, it's just it's such a a rotten. There's thirty six thousand two hundred ninety five people there, and it looks like they're wrestling in a, in a barn somewhere. You know, because you don't have the crowd ambiance behind it.
2: And and as big as Shea is, you don't have, you can't get that camera shot there to to really do it and nowadays you know with all those ropes and bells and whistle man they have camera shots all over the damn place but this was this right. was tv and in the beginning when we're out doing remote shows now look at that hair and doing these remote shows like that you never know what your setup's going to be so you never know your camera shots but i'm liking that breeze coming in and that andre's hair blowing like like bigfoot man that's
0: scary <laughs> he'd call you like bigfoot yeah <laughs>
2: And you know here on neither one of these guys, John, and I think it's it's worth bringing up at this time. These guys, they weren't close friends. I mean that's no secret. You know they and uh, Hogan was scared to death of Andre, to tell you the truth, just scared to death of Andre because he never knew what he was doing. Andre's breaking loose, drawing or Hogan's breaking loose, drawing big money, getting over like a million dollars, and he's scared to death of his reputation, and he don't know how Andre's accepting him at this time here. So. They're they're kind of battling the you know you know is it can I trust this guy and 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 Andre's thinking the same thing about Hogan is this kid going to try to outshine me here so these guys at this point in their career I think are really taking care of theirself and you can kind of sense it in this match
0: yeah <clears throat> according to history and tradition for its worth uh, Andre was not very easy to work with for Hogan when he started.
2: Andre had to really like you and trust you for him to really give you his body. But once he did, man, as we'll see later on in these trilogies, the guy was an athlete.
0: I just love classy Freddie Blassie at ringside. Yeah. He's such the, the epitome of a great manager.
2: I was reading some comments about this match here, and there, and then one a couple of comments that Hogan's manager. I mean, a lot of people watching this thing that aren't true wrestling fans, a lot of them said. What a distinguished gentleman standing outside Hogan's car. But that was Blassie. I was reading his classy Freddie Blassie. Man,
0: that's right. Can you imagine if uh Vince and Kevin were doing a shoot now and he saw some guy in the second row with his shirt off? Him? <laughs> <was> then, like, <laughs> that guy would not be around the next 30 seconds. <laughs>
2: get him out of here. Get, get him out of, out of here. Who <laughs> is that? Damn it, Kevin. Who the hell is that? Quit shooting him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's just a guy standing there in this iconic wrestling match with his shirt off and those little nut-hugger shorts. <laughs> I guarantee you he's got to be a ball player. Who else would
2: have, have the have the nerve to come out and do that? That's right, because why why wouldn't he have his shirt on? At first, I thought he was one of the boys. And I, man, he's not built like one of the boys, and he just don't look like one of the boys. So uh, As I was, reading, I was reading about this match a little bit, doing a little research there, I found somebody said they were New York match ball players.
0: That is such a great gem you just pointed out. I love it. I can never watch this match again without seeing that dude without his shirt. Not shirt.
2: Just so casual out there, man. Just it's, casual stand there. Just throwing in the park, man. Playing second base there. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we don't get no grounders, man. <laughs> Those shorts are meant to get the ball on the ground. Hogan <laughs> oh, calling out here, but uh, yeah. Classy Freddie there. Look at him, him and Hogan were were made for each other at this point in Terry's career. Terry's a heel, too, in, in this match.
0: And, you know, uh, Hogan is, in my opinion, he's doing a great job here. You know, he, he's putting over – and because Hogan must have never had the opportunity to, to work this type of heel style. He was always the big guy. Right. So he's got a smaller guy, and he's a smaller guy now.
1: And he could at, spell at, the job. That's some
2: heavyweight. Hogan was never easy to pick up and slam or pick up because he didn't like taking those big bumps like that. So you can kind of see Andre's, Andre moosing him up there.
0: You know, isn't that amazing? He didn't, he didn't like taking the big bumps, but he dropped that leg for yeah. 30 years. That, I mean, that's the worst move you can possibly do to your spine.
2: That's the reason he's had 17 or 18 back operations. That's right,
0: yeah. I did that a couple times. My back was so sore, I thought, I, saw, I will never drop a leg again.
2: I hope not.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, I we're certainly will now. It, it would be now. a pretty
0: sight to see you do it now, John.
1: If I do now, it's not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Only leg dropping I'm doing is on my lazy boy.
2: Watch this, uh,
1: ooh,
2: uh okay. Oh, uh Andre had never been slammed before, right, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on there?
0: Hogan For a guy's to... been slammed by a bunch of people, he's he's never been what slammed. By... he was
2: slammed by Jerry the King Lawler and he killed the damn pro wrestling business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, referee bump?
1: Yeah, Hogan did not get up great well very well in that slam. I just love the art of the referee bump. It's just the best. Yeah. And look at the uh, uh, photo core there. I mean, it's mostly uh,
2: Asian from Japan that uh, come over to cover this match because both these guys were stars over there.
1: And look at that. Uh, Hogan, Andre got up a lot easier for the slam than Hogan did. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Vince
2: finally got rid of the ball player in the no shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Kevin Dunn Sr. was sent out there to get rid of him.
2: Yeah. At that time, Sr. was doing the truck, and Jr. Junior, junior was probably doing the like, – can you imagine him being the security, though? <laughs> Damn, Second referee he, comes he in and finishes. the Now, this finish, Josh, passes up John and I were making fun of our coworkers here. Back it up so we can see the finish. It's kind of a controversial finish. There's a fast count like we've seen before, but a Hogan kicks on two. Also, watch this, John. Watch this.
1: Wow! Wow! I didn't <laughs> notice that the first time. That was a that was a Road Warrior doing
0: a job. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that
2: was Hulk Hogan doing a job. That was a two and a half Road Warrior and Hogan doing a job. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't Unbelievable.
0: Work.
2: Yeah. Fast down and all that fast down. He manages to kick out on two.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That wasn't even close to three. I remember one time I had to put somebody, I can't remember where it was. And I told the referee, I said, you go ahead and count three. I'm going to kick out before two. And he, and <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I kicked out before two. It was so bad. <laughs>
2: And, and yeah, I mean, you can just – John, did you sense the same thing that I did when I watched it? There was a really lack of trust. In yeah,
0: them. you could you could tell. These guys were not really comfortable with each other. And this is the ultimate uh, top guy finish. You know, one guy puts another guy over. He kicks out right at three. And, you know, you know, we're picking on the Hulk here, but it's it's part of the finish. And then he leaves the big giant laying for heat. It's just a perfect top guy finish. I mean, nothing got accomplished. Nothing got settled.
2: This got to be a keystone act right here. They look at that little flimsy ass uh, uh, gurney as they're trying to put Andre on.
0: Good luck with this.
2: Number one, the guy's got that 10 HR, who the hell, how the hell are you going to pick him up <laughs> buggy whips?
0: Looks
1: like piano wire hanging out of his shoulder. <laughs> uh, get that thing out there. I ain't going out on no damn shelter. Give Hogan credit. He's selling all the way out. Though. Oh yeah. Hogan was
0: a selling dude, man. He was he was so good. He could, man, and that's what that was
2: part of that thing. That's what made that that hulking up so damn easy because yeah. he sold like a champ.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah.
0: I wanted to develop him. I didn't see that. When did the pedal come, Don? When he hit him with, hit him, with the, uh, hit him right after it was something. With he hit it right as soon as the fall went down, and the referee counted three and turned his back. He, he nailed uh, Andre with something. And that's when Andre went down selling. Uh, yeah, we're going to see it. They'll either. probably show
1: it right here. Hey, look at that strainer to get him up for that slam there. Hogan didn't like the altitude. <laughs> look at that face on Andre. That hair, I mean, wow. You know, for guys who didn't generally, I don't think they hate each other, but didn't really like
0: each other, they put each other over pretty strong.
2: Yeah, they did. And they, they had no problem. You know, John, you, as you know, you, you can be like that in business, but when you get inside that ring, man, you're a professional. You want quality. You you you, you kind of put those, those personal issues aside for that 10, 15 minutes, whatever you're in there. And you're 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 working for the people out there in the audience, and I think these two guys were total pros like that.
0: Yeah, I do too. And they certainly both of these guys, we owe a lot to them. The whole business does to them because what they became and what they meant to our business, especially WrestleMania three.
2: Well, we're coming up on this third uh, end of this so they're tail end of this trilogy, Andre the Giant trilogy, man. And what I what I consider Andre's Giant greatest performance ever whether in Japan or the United States of America and it's with uh with the great uh Stan So, Yeah and Stan Mm -hmm. Hansen
0: always said this is what made him in Japan was the giant sold him the giant liked him and after this match Stan was made Japan you'll see it all right here on our YouTube channel this is Stories of Briscoe and Bradshaw be sure and like subscribe follow all that stuff you do on our podcast network and on our YouTube channel I'm Bradshaw for Mr. Briscoe thanks for joining us. Oh,